Hello, hello, hello. Welcome in to episode number 23. It's another Thursday we're recording on. Another good workout. Me just absolutely getting back too late. It is 10.14 p.m. right now. I didn't get, just get done working out, but March Madness is on for college basketball, and I have not watched a second of it this year, but this tournament is always crazy and gets me hyped, so I could not take my eyes off it tonight, so I started recording late. I'm going to regret this tomorrow. I already know it. I'm going to be so tired tomorrow, but either way, we're going to get the job done. Gave some time for people to answer some questions. I got a lot of responses tonight, so definitely wanted to make sure I got as much in there as possible. And I released the questions at like 3.30 today. So I was a little bit late. So I think the late start helped everybody really get their stuff in. And I feel like every time I record, I always get answers like a little bit after two. So I feel bad. So I want to get as many in as I can and kind of go that way. A little bit of an update. We're now a week removed from the last episode, obviously. And my the day I realized I got my promotion and my pay increase. I'm looking back on it. I'm very thankful. This hits on April 1st, so I'm really excited for that. I feel like moving on from there, I get the comfortability I've been looking for. So that update, I feel better about it this week. I feel like yesterday, like last week, I had the energy of I was very annoyed and frustrated. And I feel like this week, you know, I've calmed down about it. And I think I'm thinking more rationally on it. In some other news, I just talked to a doctor and now I'm meeting with a surgeon. Got my hernia surgery coming up. So a lot of you know needles, well, not needles, but going under used to stress me out. Not as much anymore, but definitely surgeries do. So I'm a little baby with that. I get really nervous and scared of those kind of things. So that news coming up this week and it kind of being official that we're trying to get April 2nd in for that is definitely a stressful one. So that might change the podcast. I'll have updates for that moving forward and and what I'm going to do there because I really just want to focus on recovering, making sure I'm good, not pushing myself too much. I'm going to be really tired. So we'll figure all that out, but it's just something that's been on my mind, makes it tough to work. So that's why leading into my first question that was on my story, it's been something that's I think about every single day. So I just put out there, I just thought like, what's something that's on people's mind every single day? You know, what's something that you wake up and you think about no matter what? And so the first response that I got for the day was music. And that's something that I could definitely relate to because every time I'm at work, I feel like I'm just jamming out to music. I'm somebody that's not really like, a, a what's the word? Like I'm not really deep into music. I don't really know like a lot of it. I'm very mainstream and a lot of Drake. A lot of people will laugh right now because I listen to a lot of damn Drake. It's always my number one played artist on Spotify. So music I get that is something that's always on my mind. It's kind of always in the background. And whether I'm listening to it or not is kind of how I determine when I'm productive. Usually when I'm listening to music, I'm most productive at my job. So music is obviously something that's playing in my ears all the time. Another person said where I should be in three, six, nine, and 12 months. Now, if that's something you're hearing me say right now, and it's not something that we've talked about on this podcast like 500 times, just shows you that there's a lot of people out there thinking the same way. Like we're constantly thinking of where should we be and where are we now? You know, we're constantly looking in the future and seeing where we should be in this short little time span. And we're always looking ahead. Well, I think this is a good thing because you're always kind of trying to grow and prepare for your future. I think it's also a very stressful thing. It gets you ahead of yourself and it's almost like your head is over your feet. You're kind of like getting too far ahead of yourself. And this is something that I've been doing forever. I mean, years. I've probably done it since I was 14 years old, whether it was a sport in high school, going to college, all that stuff, getting a job is everything I do in my life. I'm always thinking like a step ahead. 
And it, I realize when I start looking back that I'm not even enjoying what's going on in the moment. So I'm glad that people are thinking this way. It makes me be happy that people are trying to grow and do that kind of stuff. But just be very careful of looking too far ahead. I think three months is not that far ahead. So it's like a good timeline. But the nine and 12 months is like, what can you really, what can you really control right now? That's going to change anything in that, in that time span. So maybe making notes of it, but don't think of it all the time. Like I used to a nap. Now I'm not much of a napper. That's a question I could have put out one time. Do people like naps? Because I feel like everybody freaking naps and I cannot nap. Like four people said nap. And I'm somebody that just cannot nap. Like if I go to sleep, I'm fully going to sleep. I'm not just going to like take a little bit of a break because once I wake up, I'm not tired anymore. I've never been much of a sleeper. My parents know that. Anybody I'm related to knows that. I do not sleep that much in general. I was always a night owl. When I go to sleep for work, every single time I take melatonin to go to bed. So I'm not like a natural sleeper anyways. So if I have to nap, I know like my body's really, really needing it. And then I end up sleeping for way too long. It's like two to three hours. I wake up at nine and all of a sudden, I have, if I have work the next day, my sleep because it was all, all the way off. And I take a melatonin like an hour and a half later. So my body's like, what the hell are you doing? You're already fully rested. So naps are really not my thing. And I wake up groggy as hell, not knowing where I'm at. So not really a nap fan. Owning a house and starting a family. That is very, um, a very much on the adult side. So I do like that answer. I think it's something that crosses all of our minds. Owning a house is something that I've thought about a lot. My friend Tyler, who's in the Navy, just got a house recently. So congrats to him. He's using his VA loan. And it's something you get in the military. It's very good for getting a house. You don't have to put much money down. And it helps you out um, in the long run, not having as much interest and stuff like that. And interest rates are just low right now too. So you don't have to put much money down. Your payments aren't big. And there's not much interest. But the interest part is not because of the VA loan. It's just because... It's a, it's a buyer's market right now for sure. So when I think about that, I definitely want to get a house soon. But I've realized that I really don't know like the steps to getting a house. It's something that I eventually have to like, read more into and educate myself on. And I think I have people around me that can help me understand that. So I definitely will tap into that education eventually with those people and, and kind of lean on them to teach me more and more. So owning a house is definitely something that I am looking forward to because I'm tired of renting. Rent is so expensive in San Diego. Well, anywhere. When I was in Thousand Oaks, I was paying $1,200 and almost $1,300 at one point, and now I'm paying $1,600 out here. So rent is not cheap. It is something that is just kind of always adds up, and it, it keeps on going up from there. Starting a family, yeah, I mean that one. I, I'm you know not there yet. You know I'm definitely on, I'm going to turn 26 next week, uh, which is crazy. Like literally in a week. So next week, the podcast will literally come on my birthday. So be ready for that one. We're going to be partying on the podcast. So starting a family, not really there yet, but can see how that's on somebody's mind for sure. I think that it's important and people want to, you know, pass down their genetics or genes, whatever the hell you want to call it. They just want to, you know, recreate and have their family line keep going. That's something that I definitely want to do. It's how my last name keep on going down. Something that I think is cool to have family. And I want to have kids too, at least. Would be down for three, but that's a pocketbook. So I'll make that decision after two, but definitely want two. So starting a family is good. And then some of y'all said like thinking about their own family. So their own family pops up in their head. And on Tuesday, that's something that really popped into my head too. I talked to my stepdad, checked in with him. I talked to my mom every week. My dad constantly calls me. Again, gotta be better call my grandparents. We'll be checking in with them this weekend. I'm putting that on my Sunday check-in list. So I've been trying to do that more often too, especially during COVID. It's just everybody separated a lot more. And you don't get as much check-in time as you usually would. 
So it's something that I'm trying to do is keep track of my family because they are really the ones that are always there for you. I mean, this is going to sound like really like soft and gooey, you know, so I'm not trying to be like a soft cookie right now, but they really are the ones that always show up for you in, in most cases. You know, some people have their own family stuff going on, but in my case, my family has always been there for me, always supported me. So I need to su- show that support back and, and really show up for them too. As I get older, we don't have as much time with them. So for that, I think my own family is definitely on the list as well. Now, switching over to our second question. This one, I think I thought of it because I was watching a commercial and I saw a warning label. And for some reason, I was like, what if that was on a person? So I don't know why. This one was really random, but people really got a kick out of this one. And I thought of if you were a person walking around on the street and you had a warning label over you, what would be the warning? Like, what would it say on the warning label? And so the first person said, Moody went hungry. And knowing this person a little bit, I would say they get a little bit snappy when they're hungry, but I feel like we all do. You know, the the whole joke about having a Snickers and stuff like that when you're hungry, hungry, eat a Snickers. But I think a lot of us, when we get hungry, we get very moody. I think that's a natural body reaction, right? Like your blood sugar drops, you're all pissed off, you're just not in a good mood. But like hangry, well, the same thing. Hangry is something that I feel like can really go from zero to 100 though. Like somebody's like certain people when they get hangry, can go zero to 100. Like for me, if I'm like hungry, I'll get like irritated, but I don't think I ever like switch that much. Maybe I'm being biased because it's just me. I, I have no idea. But I know some people that when they are hungry, it's like they're a different person. My mom, for example, she's going to deny this, but when she used to come home hungry, I could tell every single time. She'd get home at six o'clock almost every single day. We lived at our original place. And I'm telling you, when she walked through that door, I, if she was hungry, I guarantee you she would walk in and find for some something for me to do or I'd have set the table right away. Like she was always on it, dude. Like set the table, get it going, and just like ramped up. So some people when they get hangry are just like, hey, stay away. Feed them and it's your best friend. Those kind of people are really funny to be around though. So love people that are hangry. Just don't always get hangry because it is fun to feed them and see them get really happy with food because when I eat, I get super stoked, want to be doing my happy dance. So moody when hungry, all right sometimes. And then another person said, don't fuck with me because I'm nice. I will be mean. Don't don't take my kindness for weakness, another one said. So I combined those two. And this is one that I think, well, one was my mom, <laughs> one was my coworker, another one was a friend I know. So all these people have the same thing of like, don't mess with me because I'm nice because I have a mean side to me. And I don't know if it's like, well, they're all women too. So that's really funny that you're all saying this because I don't know what it is with the nice ones, with the nice girls. If you cross them, they have like a voodoo doll of you somewhere that they can just like cut off a limb and like they secretly just kill you. Like, I don't know what it is. Like the meat, like the people that show it that you shouldn't cross them, you know, it. like, you know, it's coming. They're kind of predictable. They're just going to kind of like cut you off, be sassy with you. If the nice ones that you cut off are the ones like you wake up one day and your tire's flat and you have no idea, like you don't, you're not even suspecting it was a person. You think you hit a nail on the road, but you actually cross like the nicest person in the room. You cross them the wrong way and they figured out a plan to screw you over because the nice ones are always quiet, right? So the quiet people are always brewing something in their head. Those are the ones you got to be careful about. The ones that are always loud and talking and, and want to like get up in your face, stuff like that, they're predictable. They're going to like cut you off and they'll be sassy with you. That's always fun to sass back and forth. It's the quiet ones. Definitely be careful of that. So don't cross them. Uh, zero patience. Don't re- make me repeat myself. Yeah, I get that at work for sure. Uh, I, well, I feel like at work I'm very patient. 
but with people, I'm not. And some people are going to be like, yeah, Jacob, you're not patient with me. Well, okay, I get it. I don't have much of a patience because I feel like when I'm repeating myself, I get frustrated. Don't I say things twice, but at the same time, I do talk fast. So if I do have to repeat myself, that's what I usually equate it to is talking too fast. One person way too indecisive. Yeah, that's going to be a problem for sure. I don't think that uh, people want to deal with people that are too indecisive, but I mean, I've been like that too sometimes. And too loud. Yeah, don't be the too loud person, especially at bars. Very annoying. And and to relate this back, so that, that one got like a lot of answers. People love that one. I don't know what it is, but they were like loving that. So those were all good. Too loud, way too incisive, moody when hungry, don't fuck with me because I'm nice, don't cross me up, all that good jazz. For me, I feel like I, if I had a warning label, mine would be like warning or like, like yeah, warning label saying bad decisions to come. Or like I envision like maybe not even a warning label, like a wet floor sign, like slippery slope ahead. I just do really dumb shit. And a lot of times I do dumb shit. It gets me in trouble. And it's usually while drinking. We've all talked about this. Usually I don't make the best choices when I have been intoxicated. And a lot of my decisions that I make don't go the right way. So whenever I'm sober, I make really good decisions usually, like 98% of the time. So we've talked about that before. So I feel like my warning label would be bad decision-making ahead. And it would be like almost like I feel like I could be a warning label or I could be a wet floor sign, like slippery slope, like watch out when walking. Tread lightly. Be careful. Anything you can think of, maybe even like a stop sign. Maybe it's like a red light, like pause before you go ahead. Something like that. Because I think for me, I'm trying to get better with the decision-making thing. But at the same time, I think it's something that you have to like over time realize you're doing stupid stuff and in the moment make better decisions. I always tell myself to like, I'm going to make a better decision if that ever happens again. And I feel like life purposely puts me in those situations and I don't make the right decisions. So that's something that I feel like would be my warning label. And while we're on the topic of me, I did mention that my birthday is next week. And so I was thinking of the things that are going to happen. My friends are planning to come out. It's something that they're going to do. I don't know how many are coming out. I don't think it's going to be a lot. I know for sure my friend Lance and his girlfriend Emily are coming to stay with me. So definitely cool with that. The other things, not really too sure. But obviously with birthdays, you think of gifts. So I started thinking of like, what am I going to get this birthday? And realistically, I don't think I'm going to get anything. Well, one, I mean, I don't expect anything. I'm not really much of like a gift expector. So my mom already gave me my my birthday gift for Christmas. My dad will probably give me something. Like my grandparents probably send me something, but I'm not expecting gifts. I'll probably get iced by my friend Lance for sure, which always sucks to expect. Going like I'm already not looking forward to it. But people that don't know what iced is to my to my boomer coworkers that I'm about to make fun of, the being iced is like those smearing off ice, those twist offs. They get you one of those. They put it on the ground, or they somehow get you to open something, and then you got to chug it, and it sucks. It's a sugary drink. It is hangover central for the next day, but it's just a sugary drink and just sucks completely. You got to chug it. So not looking forward to that. So that will be one of my gifts for sure. But besides that, I feel like since obviously with COVID and me not being near my family on my actual day, I don't plan on really getting anything. But I also thought back to like how many crazy, like when you're younger, all the gifts you get, you know, you get so many different, you get basically whatever you ask for. And so nowadays, older I get, even same thing for Christmas, I don't expect much. I'm not much of like a get, I don't ask for much. 
it's like simple things like clothes or, or things of that nature. So I started thinking of gifts that people got. So I want to think of bad gifts. What have people hated that they got? And we had some interesting ones. One person said they got a quarter wrapped 15 times. And that's just had to be like a brother, sister prank. I mean, that's just something that like, that's just weird. If, if like a significant other did that, that's just very odd. And I feel like it was probably during the trend of like people wrapping up avocados and bananas and giving it to their kids had to be like during that time. Another one was glasses to see with. Um, that is a very interesting gift to give your significant other. Because this one was said like in the story, it was given by the boyfriend and glasses to see with. They're basically saying you're blind. That's a very odd gift to get. I guess could be helpful for some. Some could take that the wrong way. I don't really know there. I got 2020 vision. Don't got to worry about it. And lastly, a person said, regifted a few pieces of nicotine gum, a used switchblade, and random tea. Now, that was all together in one. So for the viewers out there, that was combined into one. You must have been dating a serial killer. Like, there's no way a normal person on this planet gifts those three things together. Nicotine gum, switchblade, and a random tea. You literally, I mean, I mean, now knowing, I obviously know who these people are every single time they submit things. You were dating a, a, a serial killer, legitimately, and I think you've always liked the bad boys. Now, and I'm, when you're listening to this, you know who you are. I hope that you're laughing right now because now I know you've always dated these these bad boys because that is not a like nice guy gift. The nice guys get like the chocolates, the flowers, maybe some jewelry. I mean, nicotine gun and switchblade, that guy had to have gone to jail. No chance he didn't. So bad gifts, I feel like, are something that people just don't forget about. There was one person that I actually did say, I forgot to mention, that they have actually never gotten a bad gift and that their parents always taught them how to accept bad gifts. That to me was kind of like contradicting. I don't know if anybody else is hearing that, but I felt that kind of went like against it because I get it. Like whenever I got bad gifts, I never really thought of it. You know, I never like really like reacted to it because obviously you want to be respectful. My mom taught me the same thing. Like you, you open the card, you don't shake it for money. You open the card, you let the money fall down, you read the card or actually act like you're reading it. You say thank you to the person, then you count the money. It's a simple step-by-step process. You play the game. You don't act stupid, shake it for money. You don't grab the money right away. It's you act like you care and you go for the money. Everybody does it. I don't care how old you are. It's the same old thing. So for bad gifts, I just don't think people forget about it. Now, for me, I truthfully don't think I've gotten a bad gift. I know I just said that somebody else said that, but then they admitted they have. I really don't think I've gotten a bad gift especially for birthdays. I have a very good track record with birthdays. I've been very lucky with past girlfriends on birthdays, like Laker games, Red Hot Chili Peppers, uh, good surprises I've had, like just random acts of kindness, things that they've actually made themselves. So I've been really, really lucky by my significant others for birthdays. And then my parents have always usually gotten what I wanted. I guess you can call that spoiled if you want. So for me, like Christmas and that kind of stuff, I always had a good time. I think I'm lucky in that regard. So for the bad gifts, it was more fun to see everybody else's than to actually go about what my bad gift was because I don't really remember having one. But if you flip that the other way, I feel like I've been on the other side of this. Like if somebody else made a list, I feel like the people that would respond back and say they got a bad gift, I feel like I'd be on that list. And, And I feel like I've had a couple times where I didn't have the best gifts. 
Like the first one I think of is my one of my first girlfriends from high school. She was vegetarian, and I don't know why, but I was like, she didn't feel well, so I was like trying to do a good deed and get her soup. I probably already told the story, so some of you can be like, what the hell? But I was trying to get her soup, and I got her baked potato soup that has bacon in it, and she, I dropped off the soup, and she didn't look at the wrapper, was just like stoked about it at first, and like happy that I got it for her. So then I leave, and then she's like, what the fuck? You got me baked potato soup with bacon, I'm vegetarian. And right then and there, I realized... I really got to start paying attention more because that's just a stupid, you know, stupid gift. I think it was like the day after her birthday and she wasn't feeling well. So I think for me, maybe that's it. Maybe I'm a bad gift giver because I don't really pay attention. Could be a thing. Not really sure. But hopefully moving forward, I'll be getting better at gift giving. I just think for me, it's it's hard because I, I don't want to get the wrong thing. And I, I never just like take the risk of just buying it and hoping it works. Maybe that's what I should do now. I'm just going to buy stuff and just, you know, hope it works. Obviously not just buy something random. You got to listen to what they say and go from there. But I got to like start setting up those talks or always, like I said before in a past episode, always talk to a friend. Works out well. But I guess I shouldn't be giving away that secret because now they're never going to believe that I got them a good gift. But anyways, I want to move on to the fourth question that we have. And that is, do you like surprises? That was also intertwined with the third question. The bad birthday presents, thank you my birthday, and surprises I was thinking about because of my birthday. Now my friend was the only one that said no to this question. I had 10 responses and nine of them were yes. One of them was no by my friend who was the one that told me that my friends are planning to come visit me for my birthday. I mean, does that not just answer it for itself? I was not surprised at all. The guy that told me, like, hey, not to, you know, I don't want you to be surprised. So, like, they're kind of planning on possibly getting a hotel and chilling with you. And I'm like, well, one, I guess that's cool to know. But two, because, like, for me, let's start off with me. I kind of like surprises and I kind of don't. You know, it's like depends how they affect me. So if you're surprising me but staying at my place, I'd probably be like, I didn't plan to have a guest. Like, that's different, you know, because you want your house to be clean. You want everything to be set up properly and like have that guest have a good time. Now, if it's like just like a surprise, like I get taken to a friend's house or they're staying at a hotel, something like that, those are cool surprises. Because then you're just like think you're going out and chilling and everybody shows up and you're like, whoa, that's crazy. So that's what I think for me would be a dope surprise. But like those people that like you come home to a surprise party at your own house that's like a little bit stressful, I feel like, because I'm like already thinking about the cleanup that's going to happen and my place is just getting crapped on. So those kind of surprises. Eh. So for me, I'm in the middle. So for him to tell me that was funny because I didn't carry the way, but he was the only one that didn't like surprises. And he was the one that told me to ruin the surprise. So shout out to you, my one friend that said no, but everybody else said yes. And they're obviously mostly women. And I was surprised that so many women love surprises, but then really sitting and thinking about it, I feel like it's like when they think of surprise, it's like a surprise date or a surprise flowers, like just surprise plan, those kind of things. And one person said like, I love a surprise. I'm when a guy takes initiative. Yeah, I heard that too, you know, felt attacked on that one. And so that's something that I feel like was, was interesting to see. I was expecting a more 50-50 split on liking surprises and not liking surprises, but everybody loves them. 
So I feel like now we should all expect to just love surprise parties. Because I don't think I've ever really been to a true surprise party. And now I'm hoping, now like I'm kind of nervous about what this is going to turn into. Because if I do, it's one of those things where like if I do have a surprise party, I'm kind of stoked, but kind of like nervous for what's going to happen. And then if I don't have a surprise party, I'm kind of stoked, but kind of sucks because I feel like I was told about a surprise. I'm in a very weird situation with that. So I, definitely interesting to see everybody's take on that. I think overall, people love surprises. Going to keep that in mind because some of you, we have birthdays close to each other. So might have to keep that in mind for showing up as a surprise and, you know, having a good old time, a little party. But lastly, we always, of course, have our questions of the week. Now, these came out late. All these questions, all these questions came out late, so I apologize. I get better at that. I'm telling you, I get so wound up in work, I just don't pay attention to it. So I apologize ahead of time. So I grabbed the first two that I saw, and then I checked again, and a lot of people will just answer the questions. And the other questions of the week I saw, I'm not gonna lie, there were there like two of them were repetitive, so I didn't put them in. So I just grabbed two this week. So I apologize for everybody that's expecting more of these, and it's gonna end up being a little bit shorter of an episode because there's only two instead of four. I mean, these go fast anyway, so it's going to be a shorter episode for different reasons. I'll talk about that after. So rather be right or be happy? Simple answer. I'm never wrong, so obviously just be happy. And totally kidding on that one. I, I know that some people are going to be shaking their head. I do always say I'm right a lot of the times. Some that I have a very thick skull, thick head if you want to think of it that way. But honestly, I think be happy is more important. Easier to say when you're just sitting here podcasting about it. Because I think everybody has a, a reason and want to be right. I think being right feels good. But sometimes when you're trying to be right the whole time, you're really not happy because you have to fight the whole damn time. Fighting just gets damn exhausting. I just I just thought about a, I just thought about fighting right now and got exhausted. So definitely be happy. And then secondly, what did adulthood not prepare you for? And adulthood did not prepare me for how much of a grind this all is. I think truthfully... This lot, I mean, just this year in general with my promotion and like taking on what I think is going to be more work, hopefully, and like trying to grow in my job. And then with the surgery and on all these other life events that come at you, I feel like adulthood is just having life events coming at you and having to constantly deal with them. I think that's just hard to do. It's such a tough thing to do where like you feel like you're constantly just dodging cinder blocks getting thrown at you the whole time. And you think it's just like here or there. Like when I was in school, it's like, that was when your finals would pop up, right? Like a bunch of cinder blocks getting put, like thrown at you. And that was like for one week of the semester, you know? And now it's like, this happens all the time. It's like, I feel like every day you're dodging cinder blocks. So the older you get, I just feel like there's so many more roadblocks in life that you have to figure out how to maneuver around. And life's just exhausting, you know? Every week is a grind and you get to enjoy your weekends and you hope that the weekends get longer and longer. So for me, I think it's just use up that damn vacation time. Make sure every year I get enough rest for myself and focus on myself. Keep doing what I love to do. Keep living financially free and comfortable, hopefully, and being able to do what I want to do. I think April 1st, starting then, I'll, I'll feel a lot more comfortable and in a really good spot. So I think I'll be happier in that way. I'll be more, I'll be more open in, in that sense where I can really do what I want to do and not have to worry about as much. So that'll bring me happiness, but money doesn't bring happiness. I feel like it's just... Everything is coming together the way I thought it would. So overall, life is a grind. And I think it's fun to kind of like grind and really grow and see where you were a year ago or two years ago. 
You know, to think two years ago, I was fighting to get a job and had nothing else. You know, I was I was fighting for $18 an hour jobs at a temp agency. And to be here two years later, you know, basically in one year got my title changed, which definitely made my job seem more legit. And then in the second year, get promoted from my job to a senior is just something to be proud of for sure. And so seeing that grind and seeing that growth over those two years and looking at what the next even two years could be from there, it's just crazy. The things that you can accomplish in such a short amount of time. So long story short, usually don't take this long on these kind of questions, but I really thought about this one and and felt like some people need that push in the butt, you know, that life is a grind. We got to enjoy it. I think with the the latest crime I just saw with the, the hate crime I saw with the eight people dying, that was really sad to see. And you just never know these days. So not to end the podcast on a dark or or sad note, it's just, you never know these days. Life is a grind and you got to really not take these things for granted and really just love the people that you love, you know? So to to everybody listening to this, I love and support you. I'm glad that you love and support me, hopefully. And for sure, to all my family out there, loved ones, would not be able to do any of this without you. So love you all. And uh, that's it for the questions of the week. And for the rest of this freaking episode, people. So again, shorter episode, got kind of started late, felt like I was just kind of like flowing through this. Didn't put out as many questions this week either because I feel like it was late in the day. So I want to give people the chance to respond. So again, totally my bad. We still hit the 30 minute mark. You know, I feel like that's good enough. I've been I've been closer to the 40 minute mark lately. So we will get back there. I'll put out more questions. And I will definitely keep everybody updated with the birthday coming up. Might have a quick one too. Gonna have to figure out that. And then I have that surgery the week after that, I'm pretty sure. So might not do it there and might even be taking a break. So stay tuned for that. It's not going to be over though. The train does not stop. We're still going to keep doing this. I love doing this. Love all the support. Keep reaching out. And hey, tomorrow's Friday. And what are we going to do as always? We're going to go have a great, fantastic weekend. Going to have a beer. Cheers to you all. And again, thank you for the love and support. I will see you next week. Peace.